Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. If you didn't catch the show yesterday, Superbed.io launched yesterday. It's a social platform for celebrities to convert moments of their lives into NFTs and sell them directly to their fan base. Instead of Instagram, people will have the option to go to superbid.io, where their content is instantly monetizable. The NFTs include a range of possibilities, spanning from never-released images and videos to digital content with added physical components like real-life experiences and items. Superbid is raising the bar for NFT platforms, making it easily accessible for users of all backgrounds to acquire NFTs, not only by using cryptocurrency, but also with standard credit card payments. Superbid.io. Check it out. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, old and new, Office of the Comptroller of the Currency has words for crypto. Gary Gensler still has words for crypto. The FCA still has words for crypto. Everybody has words for crypto. That's today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, September 23rd. 2021. Let's get into those crypto prices because it's been bloody the past couple days. I think we're pulling out of it a little bit today. Still not as bullish as I would like it to be. Obviously, we should be at $100,000 Bitcoin by now, but we're going to have to live with what it is. Let's see what that is. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11:10 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin can find the page. Ah, here it is. Bitcoin, $44,114, up 3.5% in 24, while Ethereum's in the number two spot at $3,130, up 6% in 24. Cardano, number three, $2.25, up 4.8%. Teller's number four and Binance Coin, number five, at $378.50, up 3.5%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, which is up 7.5%. Polkadot, USDC, Dogecoin, and that is number 10, actually, Dogecoin. Avalanche is in number 11, up 18.5% and 18.5% for the week. Total market cap, we're at $1.98 trillion. Remember yesterday, we're at $1.888. Today's $1.98. So we have moved $100 billion. A BTC dominance of 41.8% and an F dominance of 18.6. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. And our coin today is number 150. It's called Singularity Net. The ticker is AGIX. Doesn't have anything to do with singularity, but they, there must be some reasons for this. Let's see if we can find that out. The price today is 36.9 cents, up 18.8% in 24 hours. That's monstrous. Market cap is $370 million. Fully diluted market cap is $370 million. 100% of the AGIX is in circulation. And its volume has jumped 131% in 24 hours to $22.2 million. So what does Singularity Net do? 
Singularity Net is a blockchain-powered platform that allows anybody to easily create, share, and monetize AI services thanks to its globally accessible AI marketplace. Through the Security Net Marketplace, users can browse, test, and purchase a huge variety of AI services using the platform's native token, AGI. Moreover, the marketplace represents an outlet AI developers can use to publish and sell their AI tools and easily track their performance. Where can you buy this token? Well, you can get it on Binance, you can get it on KuCoin, Uniswap, and OneInch. Most of the volume is on Binance and KuCoin. Binance has around $9 million in volume and KuCoin has around mm, $2.56 million in volume. While Uniswap is the next one up there with $1 million in volume. All of them have high confidence. Most of them uh, are very trusted. So it looks like there's a lot of volume, a lot of confidence that that volume exists, a lot of liquidity for this token. And it's number 150 on CoinMarketCap. So now back to our original question. Why AGIX for the ticker? I'm going to go with Artificial Global Intelligence Exchange. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Moving into today's headlines. First, I want to start with a letter from a listener. Vince said this because I was talking about Avalanche hack the other day, and he wanted to talk about the Zabu hack and what he was working on and uh, how this kind of like played out after the hack. So here it is. After we listen to your show today about the hacks or in projects having plans to compensate them, I want to reach out to let you know what was going on with Zabu specifically. I first heard about Zabu on the Pangolian decks and bought some to farm because it had a big or a huge APY. Red flag, I know. And I like to experiment with different projects on the Avalanche network. A few days later, I heard about the hack and went to the dApp to see what was going on. They relaunched another token called Zuba X and let old Zabu holders stake their coins to earn the new tokens. Also, they announced that they'll be issuing FNFTs to the wallets that had bought Zabu pre-hack and will let them buy and will let them buy back for pre-hack value at a later date. There was a Google Doc that you can put your public wallet address into. It seems like a good plan, and the devs seem to focus on the new project, so hopefully people will be compensated for the loss. I'll keep you posted to what happens and how it turns out. Thank you for the good information and the news every day. Keep it up, Vince. And thanks, Vince, for writing this in. But I would like to say that, again, this is post-hack solutions. What I'm talking about is pre-hack solutions. Before you even launch the project, the, the token, the DEX, the DeFi, the protocol, have a solution for compensation. You know you're going to get hacked. Every protocol, every something will get hacked sooner or later. I don't know what it is, if it's a smart contract, if it's a project. Before you get hacked, have a solution for compensation for the people. Full stop. And that's what I'm talking about. Not this after the fact, like willy-nilly solution of trying to make things right. Just know you're going to get hacked in the beginning. That's what I'm talking about. And furthermore, I want to tell you about scams. And there was a scam in the news today. Actually, I'm just going to jump straight to that. And the scam was Bitcoin.org. And Bitcoin.org had like just a normal, you know, hack that everybody should be familiar with already. And it was one of those hacks where it was like, we want to reward our customers because of your loyalty and blah, blah, blah. So limited to the first 10,000 users, scan this QR code and send us Bitcoin and we'll send you Bitcoin back. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a typical, the uh, normal scam. Send us Bitcoin and we'll send you Bitcoin back. And so when I see these kind of things with Google Docs, so I was part of the Dapper Dinos NFT Mint uh, a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week? And they had a horrible launch. And it was the same thing. It was like, okay, we don't know how to launch properly. So 
put your name into a Google Doc with your public address, and then we will notify you that you are part of the one of the people that can mint the Dapper Dinos, and then send us F, and we'll send you the NFT. So there was no smart contract involved. It was just like, oh no, everything all of a sudden got messed up, and now we're resorting to just letting you know where to send the F to, and with hope we send you back this NFT. Total setup for a pool. Total setup for a scam. Luckily, they didn't scam. Luckily, they sent the dinos. I didn't take part. I was just like, there's no way I'm sending them any F. My friends took part. Now they have dinos that are worth, you know, multiple times what they're worth before. But I just didn't want to be set up for that. So what I'm trying to say is like these kind of half-assed like post-hack solutions are like almost setting you up for even more disappointment. And I just wish more companies came out with solutions before anything will inevitably happen. A real brief bit of news. Uh, Privacy and blockchain advocates, including the Free Ross Foundation, called together for a multi-city renaissance conference this November. And Komodo, an open-source technology and blockchain solutions provider, has announced a blockchain renaissance block ren, a two-day virtual and globally distributed event that will bring together leaders and enthusiasts of decentralized privacy and security to explore the digital and economic renaissance being fueled by blockchain technology. So take a look at that in November. Gemini launched Wrapped Filecoin, EFIL is the ticker, and will sponsor a proof of reserve data feed powered by Chainlink. The Chainlink proof of reserve implementation will allow DeFi platforms to audit this Wrapped Filecoin directly on chain before approving Wrapped Filecoin to be used in various functions such as collateral for loans. Really proactive work there. Love it. Moving into U.S. politics, well, law professor Soleil Omarova is pegged to be the next head of the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency. Omarova is a professor at Cornell University Law School and is keenly aware of the crypto industry, and she has been pretty critical of the sector. Recently, Omarova shared a Financial Times article titled, Bitcoin's Rise Reflects America's Decline. And later she tweeted that getting out of a post-COVID recession via real economic growth is of the utmost importance. Omarova has described the rise of cryptocurrencies as benefiting mainly in the dysfunctional financial system we already have. Huh. Now, one would think that Omarova is a change in the OCC's, I don't know, stance on cryptocurrency. No, no, no. The current office of the controller of the currency, Michael Shu, in a speech delivered to the Blockchain Association, outlined his belief that today's nascent crypto industry has reminded him of the financial climate before the global recession in 2008. He said, in quote, I have seen one fool's gold rush from up close in the lead up to the 2008 financial crisis. It feels like we may be on the cusp of another with cryptocurrencies and decentralized finance. Moving our FUD across the Atlantic, the CEO of the FCA, or the Financial Conduct Authority, reiterated the regulator's firm stance on cryptocurrencies during a speech in London yesterday. As you know, we have warned repeatedly investors in crypto products, they must be ready to lose their money. All their money. You know what? All of these warnings from you know either senators, the SEC, Gary Ginsler, the FCA, um, and you know these are all Western warnings, that I've been seeing, I haven't seen many warnings from uh, other countries outside the West, it seems as though they're kind of like warning us, not that the crypto industry is going to go, you know, bonkers, or we're going to lose our money, or it's going to implode, or this is the 2008 crypto financial crash. 
it almost seems as though they're warning us because they know that they're going to take some actions that's going to try to tank the crypto space. Like, they're planning on this, and they're setting this up. This is me just total speculating, but it's just like, it's almost like they're saying, guys, the crypto industry is going to fail, and we know this to be certain because we're the one that's going to do it. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like all these warnings, all of a sudden, seems like they're personally gearing up to do something. Anyway, I could be just, you know, paranoid, conspiracy theorist, you know, tinfoil hat person over here on a microphone, but that's what it feels like to me. As you guys know, Masari's mainnet was going on. We're going to have a roundup of that tomorrow with some of the writers and editors of Decrypt. And But I, that doesn't stop me from telling you what's going on right now in mainnet. Mike Novogratz, when he was asked about Gary Gensler, he said this, Gary is smart. There is absolutely no doubt about it. He's smart. There's also absolutely no doubt that he wants to regulate crypto, clear as can be. He wants to be the sheriff of Cryptoville. As you guys know, Gary Gensler has had words about crypto and securities the past couple of weeks, almost outlining like Ethereum, just kind of like saying, hey, these securities, <coughs> Ethereum. And um, anyway, he wants to regulate. Look, like I said, frameworks for the industry are great. And we need to have frameworks so that crypto companies and industries and DeFi and lenders and wallets and blah, 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 miners, exchanges know how to operate. Let's not stifle innovation. So, Ginsler, go for it. Be cautious, though. Let's not just start carving things out and making people jump through crazy hoops that it doesn't apply to the tech because this is a new way of thinking. So, Ginsler, just be careful of that, Sheriff. As you guys know, if you buy crypto on Robinhood, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Ethereum, blah, 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 it's not yours. It's theirs. It's basically you got to IOU from them. But that's soon to change because there's a wait list that you can sign up for now and to get on it so you can take your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency off of Robinhood into a wallet and control your own keys. People will start having access to that feature in October. But that's just for people that are on the wait list, kind of like a beta test. But everybody should be able to get that feature by early 2022. And finally, rapper Snoop Dogg tweeted this week that he's been collecting valuable NFTs under the Twitter pseudonym Cosimo de Medici. His wallet holds an estimated $17 million worth of Ethereum NFTs, including nine CryptoPunks. Snoop Dogg coming out of the woodworks, just trolling everybody on Twitter under a pseudonym we didn't know. Snoop Dogg with $17 million worth of NFTs. Damn, Snoop. All right. Smoke weed every day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Always, you can send me an email, matthewaron at decrypt.co. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.